Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Spiritual Unity Radio Network, a station dedicated to the concept that all manifestations of the divine are equally valid. Join Reverend Terry Power HP, Robin McKean, and all the hosts for programming covering a wide range of spiritual topics right here on Blog Talk Radio. about life without judgment. We take a look at society, we examine it, and we allow for the possibility of something new, something different. And now, here's your host, Alan Ritter. Welcome, everyone. It is another Sunday night at 9 p.m. Time for another episode, another event, another emerging forest. And this week, I am honored to be joined by my good friend, uh, Dave Miller. Hi, Dave. How are you? Well, hi, Alan. Good to be back. And... uh, Dave came to me and he said, I have some workshops that are coming up and I'd like to get some folks on here. And um, floor is yours, Dave. Um, the, your guest is on and take it away. Well, first of all, I'd like to introduce Angela. Angela, are you on Hello. there with us? Yeah. Hi. Hello, everyone. So it's it's good. You and I have some some history together. We we met and it was a very good and strong connection. And I've held workshops for you in the past. <clears throat> You've been part of the Mount Eaton crew as well. And uh, yeah. perhaps you could give us a little background on what got you into sound healing. Mm, Look at what made you call yourself a healer. Um, Well, it really started with my own personal journey of wanting to be happier in my life and find the true meaning of life. And eventually that led me to explore um, energy healing. And I took a Reiki class and, and realized it was just a part of me. And, you know, I loved it. It felt natural. And then I went from there to um, starting to go to a kirtan and really loving the feeling that that brings out, you know, the sound and the music and 
Um, then I was exposed to crystal bowls and I got excited about that. So really it was just about wherever my excitement led me as to what I followed. So the sound. Now some people, some people may not know what energy healing is or, or with Kirtan. Can you give us a brief description of each? Sure. Um, Energy healing is, is when you tap into the energy of the universe, which is always moving through you. And you are energy, your uh, multitude of energy fields that come together to create your physical being. So there's a lot of unseen energy. That's how we're doing the radio program. So it moves through our bodies, and we can use that energy to help others. And when we come together from a place of love and we share that energy, we, all, we can help people heal. And kirtan is... Uh, a Hindu practice of bhakti yoga and they sing and chant mantras and you sing them over and over and over and it creates a vibration and a frequency in your body and you start to feel you know more in sync with your true frequency and you start to feel the love and the vibration of that and that's also healing your bio also says that you're a light worker. Is that similar or different from energy work? Um, it's, it's similar or the same. It could be considered the same. Uh, a light worker is someone who is, feels they're here on this planet, on the earth at this time, to help awaken humanity to their truth, the truth that they are spiritual beings having a human experience. Now, that is a term that we've been hearing more or seeing it more in print. Um, is there any special reason you feel that that's occurring now? Yeah, absolutely. The um, Wow. The universe is evolving. We are, our vibration is raising, and it's explained galactically as well. The energy, the sun is changing. Everything's changing. The earth's frequency is rising. All the frequencies are rising, so we're awakening to who we truly are. So 2,000 years ago, we were in a much denser place, a much heavier place, and we couldn't connect into that. But now as we continue around the sun and the sun continues its journey, we are moving into higher and higher frequencies. And we really what we need to do is just tap into that and stay in that flow in order to make the changes as well. And at some point you got introduced to Reiki, which many folks understand as a healing energy. Can you give us a little description of that? Yes. Um, Reiki is using energy that comes through your body and through your hands, and you call in certain symbols to bring the Reiki in through you. Um, and you apply the energy to the to another person, and you can start to sense different energies coming from them. And depending on your intuitive ability, ability is what information you get from working on someone. Um, doing the Reiki is a good opener for a lot of people to realize that they have this capability. But often what happens is they realize that it's a natural ability, and you don't necessarily need to call in the uh, Reiki symbols and you tend to go into what your gift is and how you bring it forth. So it's 
a beginning place to be. And some people continue on with Reiki and there's all kinds of different levels of Reiki now that you can do. And it's a wonderful tool, but there's a multitude of energy healing techniques out there and people can just find what resonates with them. Was there any defining moment where you say I've evolved to the point that I know I want to do this as a career or as a, a calling? Uh, yes. Um, I would say there was a number of different moments, but uh, I would say the sound healing came while I was having a healing session with someone else and was one, wanting to feel that joy and bliss I feel from going to bhakti and, and creating that for myself. And the guidance I received was, well, I can do that for myself. And what do I love to do? I like playing the bowl. I like singing. I liked doing healing work. So it was kind of bringing all that together and creating this group session. So the idea came in through that healing session. And when it did, I knew in my heart that this was what I was supposed to do. And I had all kinds of fear around doing it. So I just gathered some of my friends and I said, I'm going to do this at my house at noon in about three days. Please show up. And a bunch of them showed up and I just did it and they all loved it. So I got over most of my fear just by doing that. And I moved forward with it, releasing fears as I went. Um, But I knew in my heart that I was called to do this. So I just, you know, beelined it. (laughs) I just, put the blinders onto my fear and I just did it basically. So you've worked with groups. You also work with individuals, correct? Yes, I do. I do private healing sessions. Yeah. I use the sound and I I use a lot of energy techniques and, and some sound techniques combined. Now you mentioned the bowls. Can you describe what they are? Some people may not be familiar. Yeah. So I use, uh, two crystal bowls at the time. Um, they're alchemy crystal bowls. They both have gold in them. Um, they have different frequencies. Different crystal bowls have different fre- frequencies, different notes. Um, some of them are in alignment. Well? I'm sorry, yeah. continue. I use, I use a drum. I use rain stick. I use chimes. And I use my voice. And... The voice toning that I do is really the biggest tool that I use, and it's taken me a long time to really accept that and get used to that. But what it does is it brings in a vibration, a universal vibration that resonates with you and helps you to clear away things that you need to clear away, accept love into your heart, um, you know, activations of new things in your life whatever needs to come in, but it comes in through the voice toning. Now you've mentioned that in your bio that healing is used to guide you to your higher self. Yeah. Is that, um, is that God? Is that something within you? Is that universal? Well, I would say your higher self is your, your soul aspect. That's right here with your physical aspect or right, you know, like, guess you could say kind of above your physical aspect, but wanting to integrate into you. And then you can go up the ladder, so to speak, and there's you're part of a larger soul group. And then you're part of 
of God, if you want to call it, or the universe. Ultimately, we're all part of the same one, and that's where unity consciousness comes in, is accepting that we are all one. You know, you are me and I am you. Basically, we, are, we all come from God, but your immediate higher self is an aspect of you that helps, that guides you through this world. Do we have any music of her that we could bring up, Alan? Uh, let me let me try that. Okay. meditative yeah <laughs> now i i can tell that you are combining a voice because your voice changes pitch but it mm-hmm. also the bowls have overtones yeah they so do. there's a there's a higher resonance how how did you um well you started your practice and then i know you've also traveled you since you started when did your practice start how many years have you been doing this I would say it was 2010 that I actually started doing sound healing. Um, okay. Energy healing work, I started before that. Reiki, you know, I was doing Reiki a little bit before that. And are you located just in, are you located just in one part of the U.S. or do you travel? I I travel pretty much anywhere. I'm located in Williamsport, Pennsylvania, and I have no problem traveling anywhere that's within driving distance right now. I was living out west, so I do have connections out there. Um, I'm willing to go anywhere to offer the sound healing and 
uh, workshops and private healing sessions. Yeah. Now, I have followed you because you also document your journeys. Um, you want to give folks information how they can find you? Uh, yes, I'm on um, YouTube. I have a YouTube channel. It's Angela Mealy222. And it has my video vlogs on there. But I did start blogging before that, and that's on my website. My website is Angela mealy11.com. I chronicled my journeys when I decided to move out west, and it became important for me to document how I overcame my fears as I moved forward on my journey to help you to have the courage to move forward on yours and the things that I learned and gained along the way. I'm still uh, vlogging. I did go to Europe at one point. I went to Ireland and did a sacred journey over there and uh, France, and I was out west in Arizona and Santa Fe, and now I'm back east again. So, now, when you traveled to Ireland or Ireland and France, what, what brought you there? You know, it's, it's an inner calling. It's being, it's being tapped into your, your heart, you know, and listening, listening to what's calling you. Like even doing the CD, I had no desire to make a CD, um, but the way spirit works is, you know, someone was suggesting it to me, and I kept saying, no, 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 and then all of a sudden, I start, kept thinking about this person saying this to me over and over again, so I knew that it was my higher self trying to get me to do this, so I had a conversation with, with the person that suggested it, and I said, all right, I'll talk to you about it seriously, and we talked, and he looked at me and he said, he said, the only, the only reason why I'm doing this is because I feel like it really needs to be done. And when he said that, it just hit me right in my heart. And I knew right then and there, my higher self was telling me that I needed to do it. And it was another moment of overcoming all my fears, setting everything aside and just doing it because it was a heart calling for me to do. So Ireland was the same way. I had no idea why I was being called to Ireland. I, it's not on the top of my bucket list to go visit I haven't even been to Italy yet. So I went to Ireland, and a lot happened there. A lot of um, healing happened there for the land, for different sacred sites there, uh, for me and for the people that I was with. It was an amazing journey. Did you go there with some events already set up? No. I had no events. My girlfriend is from Ireland, and she said I could go stay with her mom and her sister, and that's what I did. I went to stay with her mom and her sister. I had another friend that was going to be in Ireland at the same time, and we planned on getting together. And while we were both there, another friend contacted her, and the three of us ended up getting together, and we ended up going on a sacred journey through Ireland. But we, none of us knew we were going to do that. It was all spontaneous. That's beautiful. And we let now. Yeah, we let our. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, we let our higher self guide us each day. We didn't even know what sites we were going to. We meditated on it each day, and then we'd have a conversation and decide where we were going next. That's pretty uh, daring. It was, yeah, it was pretty magical. It was, it was nice. And it, there's a whole. I did a whole. Um, blog on it or vlog on my 
YouTube channel on that trip. So. You mentioned overcoming fear. Is that something mm-hmm. most people would receive, or how did how did it how does it tie in with the sound healing? Well, my it's everything that I thought I would never do, I'm doing now. So there there's things in your life where you think, well, that just isn't for me. I can't do that. And singing was one of them. Um, when I was in fourth grade, I was one of two children that was not chosen for chorus. And everybody oh. knew it. And then when um, then they came in and made an announcement in the classroom that we were now in chorus. So that was just as hard to be in chorus after that than it was to not be selected. So then I thought, I can't sing. I'm embarrassed. I'm not going to sing. I, tr- I mouthed through it, and I never sang after that all my life until I started going to Kirtan. I would only sing by myself in the car. And I started going to Kirtan, and I wanted to overcome it because the bhakti yoga, it feels so good. You end up in a blissful state, and it's like, you know, why don't I want to do it? Yes, I want to do this. So I want to overcome this fear. And that's how it started. So then for me to do actually use my voice and sound healing was really a fear to overcome. And I just did it. I just started doing it. I just knew that I was supposed to do it. So I just did it. Um, speaking in public, teaching, these are all things I never wanted to do. I never thought I'd ever do. And I'm doing it. I'm doing all those things. So, you know, our whole journey is about overcoming our fears and moving into love. If you're in fear, you can't be in a state of love. So you need to look at your fears. You need to acknowledge them and say goodbye and move on, move forward. They dissipate once you face them. And that's the courage to journey. That's the name of the vlog. Beautiful. And again, how can they find that? That's on YouTube and on my website, AngelaMealy11.com. Now, I have a Facebook page. I'm on your website. I see that you are also work with crystals and you, you make jewelry. You want to tell us about that? Yeah. I, I, uh, jewelry was another thing. It just kind of popped in as a little starting to want to do something creative, so it was more of a hobby. And I started taking jewelry apart and making new things out of it and giving it to friends and they were telling me how, oh, my God, I can't stop wearing this. I love this. And um, so then I started making more things and selling them locally a little bit. And it became apparent to me that people couldn't stop wearing it, you know. And I thought, well, I started meditating on it. And I started to realize that there's healing energy in the jewelry. And it's not just, you know, using the crystals. And I like to use the more raw form of stones, which holds more energy. And it's also the healing energy that comes from me that goes into the work. And I feel like this is something I've done in the past, in a past life. And the energy of each crystal has a different frequency. But when you put them together, they create a new frequency. And then with the the love that I add to it, it creates a whole other layer of love frequency and when someone's drawn to a piece their energy field's calling for that and it helps to regulate their energy field it helps to bring them into resonance with their divine soul 
with our heart. That's beautiful. That's really <laughs> beautiful. Um, Thank you. So I've I've had you come um, to New Jersey before, and mm-hmm. uh, folks that have had a one-on-one session have spoken highly of you. Is there any particular comments from your clients, things that they felt changed or moved them in their life? Yes. Um, sometimes it's like, it, it's, it's like, not like necessarily an immediate change, but it's a big aha moment that they have. It's kind of a, a belief shift. It's usually what comes up for me is helping you find a belief that you need to shift about yourself. That is not your truth that you've been holding on to and you shift it into your truth. And then it's a snowball effect. Then your life starts changing each day after that. So it's one of those things where you could have that shift and you'll feel totally relaxed and everything that day. But a few months down the road, you might turn around and say, wow, my life really changed a lot since that session. You know, because there's, it's been more of a, it's a shift on a higher level in a way. You know, like it's, it's to me, the belief system, if you shift the belief system, it can affect your emotional, mental, or physical body. You can have a shift. So anything can be healed. And it's just believing that it can be and having that intention and allowing it to happen. Although lots of, you know, some people say they've regained hearing um, the pain has gone out of their back and things like that immediately. So I've had some um, physical things and emotionally they feel better and they feel calmer and less anxiety and or no anxiety and I don't know, lots of things. That's pretty profound. Um, I know yeah. we're coming up to a break. Uh, Alan, do people have the ability to call in? You want to give the number and... Sure. This is a call-in show. Uh, You can call in and speak to Angela. The number to call in is 646-564-9714. And that number again is 646-564-9714. And we're coming up on a break in about two minutes. Beautiful. So, Angela, um, we are hosting two workshops at the Sanctuary in New Mm -hmm. Jersey. Um, After the break, we can talk about one of them. But first, uh, coming up next Friday, October 18th, you'll be in Middletown, New Jersey. Mm -hmm. People can learn about that either through Facebook, through uh, Sacred Sound, Healing Meditation with Angela Neve. Figured mm-hmm. Sound Healing Meditation. Look that up. Or you can also look up on our website, which is touchmotherearth.com, and information will be there. They can also call me directly at 908 705 Three five, and we'll give directions. Um, people can pre-order a, a ticket to guarantee a spot. Um, we have room for about 20, 22 people um, very comfortably 
in the sanctuary. And I just, I want to thank you because you have made a a change in my life. I, I know that when I first heard your voice connect with the bowls, they fuse together so well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's they, just, there's I know. There's something you feel, <laughs> and it, and it's not just the heart chakra; it's the whole body that feels it. Um, yeah. What What should Thank somebody you. do to prepare to come for sound healing? Is there anything they need other than comfortable clothing? No, just to be comfortable. Yeah, no. I mean, as long as there's pillows and blankets for laying on the floor. Um, it, you know, if you can't lay on the floor, you can sit in a chair. But no, just well, be have, comfortable and relaxed. We have comfortable futons and couches as well as floor space and plenty of blankets and pillows, so we're good there. Yeah. Would it be helpful for them if they set an intention or anything like that? Or have a question yeah. that they want answer, um, answered? Yeah, so, yeah, it's it's always helpful to have an intention. And, you know, maybe the intention is to, you know, please reveal to me what what I need to release or what is for my highest good at this time. Um, you can keep it more vague so that you're open to receive something you may not have been open to receive. You know, Beautiful. if you're not sure what it is, you know. Uh, I mean, we're moving into a time of, accepting more of who we really are as beings of light, as being love, um, not so much always having something to work on and something to get rid of and, and something negative to release. We need to start infusing our lives more with uh, magic, you know, with love, with uh, what we want to create. Sounds good to me. I know that I've enjoyed it. This is why I welcome you back. We've had a couple of years together, and also it's mm-hmm. been nice to have some personal time to sit with you. And we took a hike out, went out to the river, and just it is a very magical feeling knowing that sound healing, we're all vibration. Uh, you know, everything is always in flux, moving. You know, and everything from mm-hmm. the heartbeat that we're born with, uh, the flow of blood going through our body. Um, we wouldn't have light. We wouldn't have electricity without vibration. We wouldn't have music. We wouldn't hear. They're right. all vibration. Everything's vibration. And what happens is, is we become um, discordant. Our, we're in a lot of vibrations that aren't resonant with our body, that aren't resonant with our energy fields. And, you know, all this, the Wi-Fi and EMFs and uh, the noises and the TVs and um, not to mention what you're eating or what you're thinking are all things that cause your vibration to change into something that isn't resonant with your true self. So when you do sound healing, it brings all your vibrations into resonance with your true self. And nature does the same thing if you go out into nature it does the same thing. It brings you into resonance. That's why it feels so calming and relaxing to do that. Uh, I got to break in and uh, we got to take a break right now. And we can okay. get back to that just after the break. So, hey, everyone, I'm going to play a song. We're take the break. The song is Dave the Bard, How and Toe. See you after the break, everyone. 
Pagan Radio. You can hear your favorite artists such as Dave the Bard, Tawatha Dea, Spiral Rhythm, S.J. Tucker, Murphy's Midnight Rounders, and many, many more. Join us for exciting shows like Ask a Witch and Storytime with Rook as well. www.internationalpaganradio.com on the net or on TuneIn Radio on your mobile devices. Join us on Facebook and Twitter too. International Pagan Radio, all pagan, all the time. Welcome back to an emerging forest on the Spiritual Unity Radio Network. We hope everyone was able to stretch their legs and get a drink. And now, back to Alan. Okay, Dave, 
you're on again. Well, first off, Alan, I would like to thank you for providing this platform for exposure that may not be known outside of uh, direct contact or something they might read in an article, but to be able to meet meet the person who actually takes you on that journey is wonderful. So thank you. No problem. So Angela, you and I had a, a moment to talk about the break during the break, and you have brought terms to me: divine, feminine, and divine masculine. And these are terms that I've been hearing more. Can you describe a little more about that? Sure. There's um, we we both have all beings have the masculine and feminine energy, and um and we have an imbalance of energy. Um, We've been in a patriarchal system for more than 2,000 years now. So there's been an out of balance of the feminine and masculine. But even that, the masculine isn't in its divine state. It's in a denser state. So we're in the process now of bringing in more of the feminine. Um, The women have to accept their femininity and their divine feminine and the men do too, but the women have to do it first. And hence, we've had the Me Too, uh, Me Too thing come out uh, a couple of years ago, and that started women claiming their power back, you know, and, and saying, yeah, I'm important and this needs to be said. And that starts the ball rolling, and then men acknowledging it. So the feminine is rising, and it's not feminism. It's women accepting their femininity and accepting all that that means. And then they can accept their masculinity as well. Um, And the men need to do the same thing. So everything is both. We have both energies and we need both energies to create new things. So every plant, every tree, everything has masculine, feminine energy. It's just that we're out of balance right now. And right now we need to bring in the feminine. So right now, on the planet, we have anchored in the divine feminine energy. It takes time for it to start to show up, but people are starting to grasp it now. People are starting to understand it and bring it into their lives more. And that, then we can find the balance. And when we find the balance, people will be living in unity consciousness. They'll be accepting more loving relationships with everybody, not just certain people. And there'll be less fear, more love, and more caring and more cooperation and less competition because that's what's gone out of balance like the the masculine is all about competition and it's been overdone and now we're moving in the other direction towards cooperation so there's a lot of you can look at a lot of different components of that but what we're doing is seeking balance would you say that some people feel like they're stuck or they get in a trap of repeating, whether it be the same relationships failed? Um, is that something that they can be helped with either through the sound healing or through your other workshops Set yourself free of pain cycles? Yes, absolutely. And that's, you know, set yourself free. You know, I, like, again, that's another thing that came to me you know, through meditation in my heart, it's like, how do we, you know, even through my own 
stuff, my own stuff that I was stuck with. I was stuck in this belief pattern, you know, I, that maybe I'm not good enough or I'm not worthy in certain ways. And, and you're so stuck in it, they, you, it's hard to see it. But then you see it and it's like you don't even, it's so much a part of you. Like right now, it's like the deepest ingrained part of you. And what we need to do now, I think, because the energies are higher, is we don't necessarily have to worry about what it is or work on it so much. We just have to see what it is and say, all right, I'm done with you. You know, I'm done, and I'm bringing more love into my life. I'm loving myself more. The more you love yourself, the less this stuff can attach to you. So you just, so set yourself free is a way of seeing yourself more lovingly and seeing each other as support and not as like, I need you to help me. It's more like we support each other in a cooperative way. So the people, other people in the retreat, you start to see them as your support system, but not in a needy way. And you start to see yourself more clearly and more lovingly. And you start to find all these different ways that you can integrate more loving, more joyful things into your life to interrupt those patterns. We, we want to interrupt those patterns and, bring in more love and know who we are and expect and accept that we're way more than we think we are. Basically. So we're, the point we're born without problems. We're born innocent. So are we actually learning or relearning or are we having to unlearn? We're having to uh, unlearn. You just, we just need to let go of it because it's our innateness is, that we are divine and we are love. So we've covered it up, but we also carry in our cellular memory old things, things from our ancestors or things from our past lives. You know, stuff that your your father was or your mother was, you may have in yourself, but you will, it will show up in your life as something you're having a problem with, maybe in a different way, maybe not the same way. So you just need to deal with what's in your life and that will shift everything. And when you shift you, it shifts, it goes out. It goes out into your ancestry. It goes out into the collective energy that surrounds the world. And if we're all taking care of ourselves, we're taking care of each other in that same way. I know that on a cellular level, there's research that if you're, say, your grandparents um, lived with some kind of deep trauma, that it gets passed through generation to generation is that similar to what you're talking about yes exactly yeah so it, it so it doesn't matter if it's in your past because like if it was your grandfather's thing that doesn't mean you're you're stuck with it it just means you have to deal with what's in your lifetime what's what you what are you experiencing so basically you're interrupting the old scripts or old patterns yeah yeah, and realizing that that we need the love has to come from within. Has to come. You have to love yourself, and we're, we explore ways of doing that and of seeing that. So you'll be teaching this at a workshop again at the sanctuary in Middletown, New Jersey, and that yeah. is going to be on Saturday the nineteenth from approximately noon until four or four thirty, depending on how it goes. Um, yeah. I'm sure we'll have time for, for a break for tea or or that may be after. Um, what yeah, should no, we'll people bring? 
Is there anything people should bring, a notebook, a journal? They should bring a journal. Yes, bring a journal or a notebook. Uh, you will be writing some things down. Um, wear comfortable clothing because uh, we're going to be moving around quite a bit, um, loose-fitting clothing. And um, just bring your open mind and your open heart. Now, where else would people find you? I know that you you have another workshop in in closer to your home, I believe. I just had the first one, Set Yourself Free, um, close to here, and I have another one scheduled for Syracuse. So if you're interested, in um, Syracuse, New York, in November. And I may be scheduling more. It seems to be the thing that is needed right now is this workshop. So you can go to my website or you can email me. And that's on my website as well. It's AngelaMealy11.com. And my email is AngelaMealy111 at gmail.com. And that's spelled Angela, A-N-G-E-L-A, Mealy, M-I-E-L-E. Yeah. Correct? Yeah. Thank you. And then you have your jewelry on your website, um, way to contact you, of course. Do you have any of uh, sound samples on there, or is that your YouTube? I do. I have a, a link to a, a sample on YouTube of one of the songs that I have. There's a link for the CD on CD Baby. Um, I do have an Etsy store, but there's not much in it right now. I had broken my arm this summer and was not making much jewelry, but I do make custom pieces if you call, if you want something. You don't even have to know what you want. I can just tune into your energy and end up making what you need. So if you want something custom, I do that. Um, well, we have holidays coming up. That's certainly uh, a nice thought. Yes. And I'm also doing online sessions as well. That's that's fairly new for me to do, but I started doing those as well. So you can always contact me through email to set that up. Now, online is a phone consult or... How does that work? Um, no, video. We do video. Like uh, uh-huh. Skype or Zoom, a Zoom session. Sure. Mm-hmm. Both are very good and easy to see, and people who are not so computer savvy won't have any difficulties working with either of those. Right. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. So, again, we have the Sacred Sound Meditation Workshop. The healing session will be on October 18th at mm-hmm. 7 o'clock. And then yeah. the following day, October 19th, from noon until 4.30. Um, both of those are in Middletown, New Jersey. You can register through your site or through Um We look forward to... To having you, we welcome. It's, I, I miss you. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing you. It's been a while, and it'll be fun, and and to see all of our friends again from New Jersey, and yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I'm glad to be moving on and moving forward and putting well, it thank out you, there. Angela. You know, just, you're welcome. Thank you for having me, and thank you, Alan, also for having me. Oh, we've got another 12 minutes to go. We do. <laughs> <laughs> well, what do you want to talk about? 
Well, one of the things uh, I know is you also go to some of the, the I'll call them the hipper festivals. There, there are festivals that are strictly music, but there are also workshops, ones that have workshops, yeah. and, and you, you've gone to them as I a healer, have, not correct? Recently. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Some I have, but not recently. Well, but uh, you've been to Karma Fest, correct? Yes. Mm-hmm. Any others um, in the general area, New York, New Jersey, PA, Maryland, that people would know about? Yeah. Love Light, Cara Fest, your festival. I didn't do any this year, though. I don't know. I don't know why. No, I just go, well, I just go your... with how my heart feels. Well, you, you also know, said you I... broke your arm. <laughs> I broke my arm, so, yeah, that... Yeah, I really wasn't planning on it before that. Thank God it wasn't planning on a festival. <laughs> it's a bro- well, so the broken yep. arm, actually, I did a, you know, I did three videos on that. And actually, that was quite a healing journey, too. Um, I had this, uh, one of the videos talked about how I just stand in my power with my surgeon. I didn't necessarily want surgery, and I wasn't being heard, and... I had to stand up for myself and, and speak up for myself. And from there, and I knew, because I knew on my heart I didn't need to have the surgery. So, you know, I moved on from there. But also that it's just, it was a way for me to learn to love myself deeper. And it was a whole journey in that, learning to love myself deeper, taking the time and, and resting and letting my arm heal. And all these different aspects came up. So, this workshop really was born out of that time of me really taking the time to just be with myself and, you know, and, and love my arm and eat the right things to help the healing process. And I use sound to help heal my arm. Um, it was quite the journey. It was, you know, quite a healing journey. It wasn't just my yeah. arm. They often say that an accident is really a message for us to go inward. Yes, yes, definitely. And when I did it, I, I knew there was a reason. But I, I didn't know what the reason was. Of course, I'm in shock about it when it happened. But I thought there's got to be, there's a reason for this. There's a reason for this. And for me, it was learning to love myself, you know, more deeply. It's That's the journey. It's you know, when we do that, there's not so much other work to do. It's not so hard either. You don't have to work so hard at letting something to go or changing a behavior or, or changing how you have relationships. You don't have to work at it because you simply just start to see life from a loving perspective. And the things that aren't loving are no longer attracted to you. In your bio, I see that you talk about theta healing. That's a term I'm not familiar with. Oh, um, that's a technique. It's an energy healing technique. Uh, I I went to, people are familiar with it, so I include it so that they know, you know, that I did do that. Um, It's a technique. You go deep within your heart and you, you go up into different realms dimensions and you create a healing scenario 
from that point. And things shift then. Things shift for the person physically. And you shift them out of a belief or a pain pattern or something like that. But I don't really um, call upon that anymore, so I don't really know how how to explain it other than that. Um, so th- the healing that I do, you know, it just it came to me through my own meditation. That's how I know what I'm doing from point to point. It comes to me, it comes into my own heart, it comes to me through knowingness as to where to go next, what I'm learning, what I'm doing. So after I did the Reiki and after I did the Theta Healing, I got strong messages from within that I didn't need to focus on doing the, the process, either one of the processes, that I, it's our, I'm already there. I'm already in the flow of the, the love, the light. And I just needed to, you know, be detached and just let it, let it work, let it work its magic. So you don't necessarily need an outside source to teach you how to do something. Do you have any particular influences or teachers that you want to cite that have brought you along your journey? So a lot of my journey was through uh, reading books at first. And, you know, I would say Wayne Dyer, um, Gary Zukoff. Um, Barbara Marciniak, um, Matt Kahn right now is a good one for me. Um, Natalie Glasson, I listen to her messages now and then. Uh, I learned to take bits and pieces out of what I read and apply it. Like I knew what was truth and what wasn't. So there could be you know, you could read one person's book, Course in Miracles. You know, you read one book and the whole thing, like, can feel really good, but there's, like, one or two or, or three things in it that don't feel right. You just you just discard it. It's not for you. You know, you just – and you take the bits and pieces that are in there for you. There's a lot of activation that can happen through reading books. And that's how I did it, mostly. Um, that con's an important one right now. I would say some other sources that I respect that are, especially if you need some science behind all of this, is Joe Dispenza, Bruce Lipton, and um, Greg Braden. Those three. They talk about the mind, the body, and the heart. And they give you science background on how all this happens scientifically. That's really good that there's, you know, some people would say that they don't understand even something as Reiki because they can't see it, yet it still occurs, the healing occurs, and so then they want to know how does that happen. So it's good when there's some some research that supports it. Right, right. This like sound healing, when I first started doing sound healing, there, there was a couple workshops here and there that people would have, but there was no such thing as certification or license or whatever, but now it's all over. You know, you, you could go and get licensed and certified in sound healing, but that never existed before. So for me, you know, right away, I said, okay, you know, I went in meditation and I said, tell me, you know, 
do you want me to go to a workshop? How am I supposed to learn about this? And I got strictly trust your intuition. Trust your intuition to guide you. And I, that's all I've ever done is trust my intuition on this. So we all have to find, we all have our own way. We're all sovereign beings on this journey. And we all have to find our own way. So what, how I've gone through my journey is my way. Uh, reading the readings and all of that and, and watching some videos help me. But I always know that I have to ultimately go within, you know, check that out within, you know, how does that feel within me? You know, what is that information? Now I, I, I get knowingness. I get a sense like creating this workshop that came from within. Um, so, you know, your journey might be, you know, a whole different way through playing music and, you know, maybe going to a church service somewhere. You mentioned yeah. music and music, of course, beings composed of different vibrations. And I'm sure everybody can relate. There are songs that can just take them back in memory. They know where they were when they first heard that song. And in some cases, the song brings them complete joy and ecstasy. And in other cases, it reminds them of depressing time or trauma. So it's amazing that sound does have that ability to transport us and help us heal. Absolutely. In the beginning, there was the word. That's the sound. That was the beginning of creation was with sound. So that's primal. That's our primal beingness. The sound. How can it not heal I agree. I think every culture has some kind of music, certainly music and dance, both. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. It is definitely. And everything makes sound. Like every planet makes a sound. We just don't hear it. You know, everything has a vibration and everything has a a sound to it. Actually. Well, that's a good point. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah. I mean, when we, um, that's, that's the earth. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Each planet has a vibration. I did hear a recording of it once. You probably could find it. You know, NASA or something did do a recording of some of the planets, the sound. So how can people find you again one more time before we go? AngelaMealy11.com. It's A-N-G-E-L-A-M-I-E-L-E-1-1.com. I'm on Facebook, and that would be AngelaMealy11 as well. I'm on YouTube, Angela Mealy222. Courage to Journey is the name of my blog. Um, I'm on Instagram. That's Angela Mealy. And I think that's it. Uh, Your email. My email, Angela Mealy, A N G E. L A M I E L E one 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 at gmail dot com. And I'm available for healing, sound healing, private healing, online healing, and jewelry and workshops. 
Now, do you only go to centers or will you go, if somebody wanted to gather a group of people with, you know, a certain number of people, you would travel for that? How does that work? Yes, I would go to people's homes if they gathered up enough people and wanted to do it in their home. I could definitely do that. Um, We could do, you know, a group session and some private sessions. I'm pretty flexible as far as that goes. So if you're interested, just contact me and we can talk about it. Beautiful. Well, we look forward to you next Friday. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm really... Well, I was, you know, I, I do a lot, um, you know, I do the healing, but the, what includes that is the uh, the coaching too. So t- sometimes it's um, kind of nice to spend time with someone like a day, the whole day. And I'm open to that as well, like spending a day with someone and being able to talk about everything that comes up in conversation because a lot is shared in conversation. A lot comes out through me that's very helpful for people. And I want to try to to put that out there more as well. Well, I remember that day that we we walked and talked, and uh, it was it was it was profound. You know, there's you 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 speak from your heart. I do. You're very calm. Thank you. You. Oh, I I look forward to you seeing you Friday this Friday on the 18th for the sound healing meditation workshop. And then again on Sunday for your ways to break your cycles of pain and discover how you can put yourself on Saturday. Friday and Saturday. Yeah, you said Sunday. Very good. So Friday and Saturday. (laughs) And yes, I hope more people can join us. I'm really looking forward to offering this. So thank you very much. Well, thank you, Angela and Alan. Thank you again for hosting us on this wonderful program. Everyone have a blessed evening. Thank you, Angela. Thank you, Dave. Uh, My name is Alan Ritter. I'm the host of An Emerging Forest. If you want to get in touch with me, uh, my email address is R-I-T-T-E-R period A-L-A-N eight eight at gmail dot com. Have a wonderful evening. If you can uh make it to Angela's session, I uh I recommend uh just um letting your fear go and uh making it over there because um putting yourself in different spaces always has a good effect. Uh, welcome to, uh, welcome, <laughs> good night to my guests again, uh, good night to you, Cheryl, thanks for listening, um, good night everyone, see you next week. Thanks for listening to the Spiritual Unity Radio Network, join us seven nights a week for exciting programming covering a variety of expressions of faith. And remember, all manifestations of the divine are equally valid.